Today's episode of Afternoon Yap is brought to you by Dinger's Touchtastic Coffee Table Book. It's literally just pictures of actress Laura Dern wearing mom jeans. Buy one right now from moralpications.com. One, two, three, four, it's the Chunk and Dinger Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Dinger Show. It's the Chunk and Dinger Show. It's all that we It's the Chunk and Dinger Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Dinger Show. It's the Chunk and Dinger Show. It's all that now featuring Aaron from Netflix and Grill. Hello and welcome to the 81st episode of Afternoon Yap. On Hi. this episode, we will discuss El Camino, the Righteous Gemstones, and then close with a review of the new console, the Sega Genesis Mini. I'm Chuck the Punk, and with me today are my co-hosts, Aaron. Yo! And it's my best pal in the whole world. It's Dinger Dog. Dinger Dog, how's it going, bud? Hi. So, Aaron, you look yes. good, glowing, healthy, yeah. happy. The Dinger vitamins. Dog. You showed up mean and just not mean because you're never mean. You're the nicest guy I've ever met. But boy, just stressed. Is the weight of the world coming down on you at the moment or what's going on here? Uh, yeah, it's constant steady pressure. You know, <laughs> I, you're a diamond. I no, I feel like that scene in the first. When do you I, become a, a diamond? Hope. Right now, you've been a lump of coal yeah, for the no, last thirty-seven like years. Lump of coal into a cubic zirconium. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 the it's the new hope scene where I'm like, stay on top of it. Like the its walls are closing in, the garbage is coming up around my waist, and I'm trying to brace a. Bu- Star Wars, anyone? No. All but right. you sleep like a baby Maybe every single night. Is that just when uh, you let liquor be the wind well, yeah, there, your wings? There, there's or? Sleep is a broad term. You know. Are you still running every day? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. How yeah, much that, weight have you work. lost? I don't know. I, uh, that's not the goal. I ran. I ran. That's not the goal. For him to be happy and healthy, that's yeah, the goal. He's pretty thin. See, it's, it's, see he's good. that's what I'm doing. Uh, no, I run about. Even my wife, you showed up and she was like, dang. And I was like. Hold on. on. I'm right in front of you. I'm right here. Um, I don't know. Uh, So I ran ran about two, three miles a day. It depends. But yeah. Still through people's yards? Well, it's getting cold. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like... I keep I kept I keep going later. I hope no one's from work. I keep going into work later and later because I keep wanting sure. to wait, and I refuse to be the d bag running with like a reflective vest on at like six in the morning. You'd rather be dead. Yeah, I'd rather get hit by a car. You'd rather be hit by a Clintonville car. Yeah. yeah. At least it'll be fuel efficient. You won't even hear it coming. The Prius will go right over you. <laughs> Is How's there your- any chance to do the Columbus Marathon? In your future, is that no, a no? Right? I, I, I have. I hate running. Yeah. The, the only yeah, good thing about running, running is but being you done run every single day. But because then you're done with it. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I found that out. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. You'd like like I, to punish yourself. Well, I run. The, I, I do br- love it when he wakes up so hungover and he goes, "You know what? Screw you, Dinger." I'm yeah. gonna go run and well, throw up all over myself. That's the, I have my you. best. My I'm most motivated to run when I feel the, like when I'm hungover and I feel worse because I'm like, oh my, you're God. an idiot. You're here. You are a 38 year old man Sadism. waking up on with your shoes on. You know, <laughs> on your couch. You broke your glasses again. You know. Uh, Great time. Best well, you, 5K. You yeah. look good. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what's important, right? Uh, Dinger Dog, you just went traveling. Yeah, I went to uh, the beautiful state of Texas, which I go to quite a bit. Didn't it just get hit with a bunch of tornadoes? Uh, yeah, I was, I was in, that was in Dallas. I was in San Antonio. How far away is one from the other? Uh, five hours. Oh, okay. Drive. So anything there, exciting happen? How were your flights? The you river like, walk. Did you do that in San Antonio? Uh, no, I was in. I was out in the sticks, but. I've, I love the Riverwalk in San Antonio. is beautiful. You That's just walk around a hot river. 
there's this downtown. There's just like a river that goes through. It's the, like a real Scioto Mile. Okay, with yeah. real stuff. Well, yeah, they have. There's restaurants along. I'd the, love it though. Dinger Dog has worked for this company for the last like ten or twelve years. And there's a bunch of hippies and yeah. like their corporate. That's what's and on so the like logo. he'll go there as a guest, mm-hmm. and there and people will take him out to dinner, and he'll be like, "Well, I hear this steak place is really good. I hear this barbecue place is real good." And they'll look at him and they'll be like, "Well, I'm a vegan, so I'm gonna take you someplace I want to go." And he's like, yeah. "Well, how's that work?" I don't know. That that maybe was a one-time story. (laughs) Painting everyone in a bad light. That's not true. Everyone's been steaks. Not sustainable, man. Texas, come with me, man. Yeah, I did have some nice brisket, but uh, I I think the only thing that I found the trip itself was not very interesting. But I'm refining my flying skills. I mean, I I love to hear it because now hold on, you. I, I just going back on text messages, you got some free beverages this time, right? You didn't oh. lose your wallet. I didn't oh, lose my wallet. You didn't lose your wallet. And I got good I, for you. And I have some new rules for getting free beverages. <laughs> oh, let's hear them. All right, but, stretch them out, too. Yeah. <laughs> but first, let's, like, before we get to that, let's do a like, more mundane, a more practical. Maybe you're not one that loves free beverages. I don't know who you are and why you're listening to this podcast if you're that. But so, the uh, I'm a window seat guy. And, Who isn't? Well, I think there's some aisle people out I, there. I'm an aisle person, personally. And I, I'm an aisle person just because I need the quickest access to the that, restroom. Exactly. Because right. I'm a That peer. always the view. I pee as soon as I get on the flight. As <laughs> soon as they say it's safe to get up, yeah. I'll pee before it gets in the air. And then as soon as it's in the air, I'll pee. Go <laughs> ahead, Dinger Dog. Just to, okay. So I'm lovely to travel with. I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, so I, I get that. Like, But here I, I'm here to sell you aisle people on the window. And here it is. I usually travel with a carry-on I, and the personal item. You know what right, I mean? Like my laptop right. bag and my, my carry-on. If you're, if you're a guy, I, you are married. But if, if you're traveling by yourself and you're a male, you don't need that much. No, but I'm, yeah. I, I don't, I'm, not pay, I'm not checking a bag. And I was going for a Can week, I ask a so question? Like, what do yeah. you do on the flight? Because I always forget my headphones. And then I'm like, oh, I'll just rely on like the in-flight shopping magazine. I only can stand that for 10 seconds. Well, I don't And forget, then I, I just I, sit there... Freaking out for an hour and a half because I'm so bored and I've got nothing to do. What do you do? Well, this newspaper. is when you order a drink. But like, yeah. here, so and don't forget your headphones, man. You're you're grown. I'm a grown man. Yeah, like you're grown ass. Yeah. Um. But oops. Uh oh. You're good. So the I hit the microphone there. Um. That was the ghost. <laughs> that was the ghost. The aisle seat. Boo. The best thing about the window seat is instead of taking your carry on or your personal item and putting it in the seat in front of you. Life pro tip. Change your life. Put it right behind your legs. They they can't see it. They've never once stopped me. And then you have that like that leg room right in front of you. I mean, you guys don't fly enough. This isn't life is life changing as no, it is. No, for me. you can tell Marcy Darcy. I'll I'll relay that tip because to her. It, she'll it's listen to it. She'll appreciate it. And then you get all the leg room and you get your window seat and you can sleep. Ah, uh, my flight was delayed on the runway for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's here it happens. Awful. Oh God, it's beautiful. And oh. and I was and they were like, it was seven in the morning, and they came like and they you could tell like they were lying, you know they'd be like oh the, it seems like to be a small problem with the hatch or you know like whatever it is yeah. and it's like. I I knew it was going to be two hours right when we stopped. So right. you sat in a crowded airplane for two and a half hours on the tarmac before we flew two that, and a half hours. Uh, is my biggest nightmare. Well, I was That's I was awful. 
And so they're walking by and they're bringing the water Do up. Do you have any porno? Does anybody <laughs> have any pornography? No, that, but so. I'm yeah. so bored. They brought the, they're walking down with like bottles of water and like cups and people are like, Scotch, does anybody need water? Scotch. And I'm like, Scotch. That, that's, I'm, I'm going to be the guy that chants and I'm like, I'm like, hey, uh, is there going to be, how long, well, we can't do full drink service, sir, because we might be ready and we want to miss our opportunity. Oh, bullshit. Like, Bullshit! Okay. I didn't pay for this. Yeah, come on. That you can't. I'm not a hostage here. If I am a hostage, give me a drink. I I paid for this anyway. So, you ten scotches later. The return flight because I I couldn't bring myself to drink Mr. ten. Mr. Dinger, would you like your usual order of ten <laughs> beers at once, sir? So, getting the free drinks, the new rule. Remember, I the last time, if you'll remember, we talked about how did this. the stewardesses look? Were any pretty ones? Uh. They're called flight attendants, and they're <laughs> How they were pretty males look? and pretty females because uh-huh. it's you know, uh-huh. uh, good. Like, look, actually, that was a that was a strong a strong black man served me my beverages. I mean, he was fit. Well, now I want to be on this flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, no, so last time, if you'll recall, I talked about you get your wallet out in case you have to pay. But have you we ever flown together? Have I ever flown in an airplane with you? No, I don't think so. I think you would, like, I can't imagine flying with you, to tell Let's you the truth. Let's book that trip. No, I, I just... Like Australia, a long one, here they go. Yeah, yeah, Australia. I feel like Zealand. I... You will see how depraved I can possibly I'm, be. I could just see, I just see you walking in and doing all the, like, am, most amateurish things, like going in and... <laughs> Putting your bag behind you, or like in the I'm like, don't do that. And then you're like, stop, take forever. And I, that's why I love being married because she gets me the same way that the dinger dog does. When the dinger dog dropped me off at the airport, I texted my wife and I said, I'm real nervous. And she's like, What do you have to be nervous about? <laughs> you're a grown man. I was like, Now that you think about it, yeah, let me get right, a couple right. cocktails in. Yeah, have a drink. <laughs> do, do what the rest of the nation does. Um, Scotch neat. So, bathroom. I just worry about getting all the way up there. And it's that one movie where there's a monster clawing on uh, the side of the wing. The old Twilight Zone episode. The old Twilight the Zone episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't ever worry. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so Dinger, Dinger flies a lot because he has to go see his other family. Yeah. The, the other Dingers, the, the other, other Dingers. Yeah. Uh, so I, we talked about putting the wallet away, but just in case they haven't read it. Um, okay, so two and a half hours on the tarmac. Are we still on the tarmac, or have well, we that was that was the, air? the air flight. We're on the flight back. Okay, okay, flight back, two leg flight, right? Two like, terrorists show up. No, no, I, I just <laughs> sit in my seat and it's. Um, I want, here's the first, this is another pro tip. The guy, before I boarded, sorry, this is a little disjointed, but before I boarded, the, the guy next to me was like, he came over to his business buddy. He's like, I just wanted to ask him. He said, the flight's not full. And I remembered uh, Dinger Dog's dad trick. Remember? Yeah. And I remember distinctly going to Vegas with, with my father and him handing his like player's card to the, to the woman at the, at the counter with a $20 bill folded underneath yeah, it and asking if he could get an upgrade. Nice. And so, and I didn't want to, like, they were, I mean, on my app, I could pay $119 to get an upgrade to first class or anything like that. Right. But I didn't want to do that, so I just took my boarding pass and walked up <laughs> with a $10 bill underneath it because that was all I had. And was like, is there, are there any better seats? No way. Did this work? I Only my- your charm would. They would look at me and be like, "Sir, <laughs> sir." She was, sir. She, was, she didn't. She couldn't take the money. It was real awkward. But I, we laughed about it in the end. I'm like, I just, I'm ch- my dad did it. I never knew. And she's like, well, "Here, let's get you in an aisle row." Unbelievable. An exit row. So I got my window exit row, and 
we're I'm sitting there with these two other people, and they're their first time fly or, or they're amateur flyers, and it's it's fine. That's totally fine. I order my first drink, and here's where the second drink tip comes in. <laughs> right, we're listening. Uh, I order my first drink. Hold on, get a pa- get a pen and paper. Okay, and I was just I was like I was feeling paper. alive because of this. I was like I I I'm in the exit row. I'm never in the exit row, and. They so then they one of them ordered a drink and I was and they were kind of talking amongst themselves and I'm like when they were coming back for the second round of drinks I'm like right when and this was kind of an accident and then I ran with it right when the beverage cart was close I was like so what are you guys celebrating because it sounded like they were celebrating something and they kind of looked at me and I was like well this round's on me right when the they turned and then the the, the flight attendant's like no it's on me nice. so we got another thing. Of free drinks. So what right. were they Another celebrating? Round. Nothing. Were they, they weren't celebrating anything. They were just done with yeah. their conference. Uh-huh. So that rule number two of the Dinger Dog free drinks on the plane rule is act like you're celebrating something. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Now, rule number three. This I, I had to change flights in O'Hare. I had to run. Ran, you know, change flights in O'Hare. Made right. it. Get on the... And it's only an hour flight, right? And most people wouldn't... Yeah, you don't... And going to Chicago and back, you don't even have time to get all the way up. Right, yeah. It's yeah, that, that's what she said. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. Oh, sorry. Hey, now. Sorry. I'm all excited. Uh, here's the last... My last tip of the, the day about getting Did you eat anything drinks. during any of this? Or no, is it just no. drink on top no, so, of drink? Vegan brisket and booze. Uh-huh. Yeah. Vegan brisket and booze. So, and then he goes, can we, we can smoke in here, right? <laughs> Flight attendant says, no. No, sorry, sweetheart. Sorry, my shoelaces, I'll put them out. I uh, get on the next flight, and I, I'm not in my in- window seat. I'm in the aisle seat, which is making me mad. But I can look. I look. I, the advantage of the aisle seat is you can look up and see the, the per- beverage cart coming. And I'm just listening. I have headphones in, but I'm listening. And I heard the guy, like, five rows up order. Uh, it was like a tequila. Right. And she's says, like, I don't have good. any. Mm-hmm. Like so, you ordered a tequila too. Yes, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's beautiful. It's so good. Like very listen, nice. So that's pro tip three. Listen for what they're out of and order it. Because then when she got there, I was like, I'll have the tequila, and she's like, No, sorry, we're out. I'm I like, said I it guess I'll to that guy back there. That we're I out guess of it. I'll have bourbon, and she <laughs> so she's like, she's like two bur- Here's two Woodfords for a, <laughs> a nickel. A forty-five hour flight. So were no. you forty-five minutes? Were you flight. cooked when you landed? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's an Uber home, honey. Come get, <laughs> Come get me. me. I'm at the international <laughs> airport. I'm at the, and bring Burger King. There's this guy, Eddie George, here. <laughs> He's going to give me a ride home. I'm at the church. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. Th- nice. Three tips to free drinks. Uh, that's, those are some good tips. I'm going to St. Louis this weekend. I'm not excited about it. Have you flying? guys ever been to St. Louis? Are you I flying? And I'm driving. Oh. It's a wedding. It's That means that... Well, that's not that, what, St. Louis, eight hours from here? Oh, yeah. But then when you get there, it's St. Louis. So my my wife grew up in St. Louis. And I just, I I want to tell this story. And it just, it goes back to my sense of humor. I I can't even blame it on my sense of humor anymore because just some of the times I think that my real issue is, is that I'm an asshole. So like we went. Yeah, you could call it a sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah. We went and visited her best friend in St. Louis like a year ago or so. And I don't know this woman very well. And so I'm just trying to make conversation. And my idea of conversation is just kind of poking fun at St. Louis. Because that's what I do. Like, I make fun of Columbus all the time. I live here. I don't have any point of pride. It's it's a city. It, I, I'm not, but 
my wife is like, you do realize that she grew up there. Like, you can't say those kind of things. And I was like, well, I kind of grew up in Columbus. Actually, I didn't. Right. But I wouldn't mind if anybody made fun of Ashland, Ohio. <laughs> but I'm so, like, I'm hanging out with her. And people from St. Louis love St. Louis things. And, right. like, one of the big things is is St. Louis pizza. It's Provel cheese on like a cracker thin crust, thinner than our style of pizza. Thinner than our style, cr- okay. and with like a sweet. Is there a Columbus style with pizza? It? Yeah, the thin and they're all the, the rectangles. Oh, the uh, the the dirty D's tavern cut. They're, they're all the over it. Too. They think it's the best thing ever, and you bite into it and you go, "This St. Louis is great." Yeah. <laughs> you know, yay! This nice. pizza is great. So I I've got to make some amends with this woman when I'm there. This is her wedding, right? That I'm going to. I'm going to immediately launch, get her fifteen dollars Amazon. To immediately gift card. launch into a St. Louis tirade. Yeah. Sure, but I think at one point, like I was giving her so much crap, she was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Okay, maybe this is just all on me." You should. But so I have an eight-hour drive to a wedding, and then uh-huh. the wedding's on Saturday, and then I got to hop up and drive eight hours back. Just too much traveling these days. No, right. That's what you're only staying there one night. Yeah. What you're only staying? We're, we're, we're getting. We're. I took Friday off, so we're driving Friday. We have the rehearsal dinner on Friday, which I got some new clothes. Nice. Oh, boy. What uh, what size shirt do you wear there, Aaron? (laughs) A double extra large. You do, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're a buff guy, though. Yeah, that's one way to put it. But you look pretty good. Uh, So, like, I... 460. I've got a weird form, and I figured out that my form is XL skinny cut. Oh, that's a, that's a good because I got a funny oxymoron. But large, large doesn't fit. It just doesn't button right. It <laughs> Not since fourth button, grade. It doesn't button that. right. But an XL skinny cut, I'm looking pretty damn good. Dinger yeah. dog's still rocking the small over there. Medium, and then a large in the bulge. There you go. Lar- <laughs> Do you have anything with an extra large in the bulge, ma'am? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to need uh, these altered. I got, I got nothing. I, how hungover? How bad is that drive going to be back after a wedding? I, I you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get wheels off. I, it's been a long time since I famous I've, final yeah, words. Right. Jesus Christ! Right. Is there booze at the wedding? Yeah. Do you have to pay for it? No. You're going to get drunk. <laughs> but but I don't know any of these people though. Like, oh, it's oh, all no, the more reasons. Come on. <laughs> You've ever been to a wedding where you don't know people? The first you, the first three drinks will be you gone ever, before you know it. I think it. we asked this question like two weeks ago. Have you ever been to a wedding with Dinger and Dog? Uh, no, I oh, haven't. Oh, the son of a bitch you carries have. it. Oh, he carries it. You ought to just hire this guy to like, oh, yeah, show up at weddings. Yeah. 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 Did yeah, you guys yeah. just put your arms around each other and just drink in the corner? No, we were probably we dancing our faces well. off. Yeah. yeah, that was a good wedding. What are some of your go-to uh, uh, songs to dance to? Uh, Billie Jean. Okay, that's an odd one. You are a good moonwalker. It's harder to request the entire "Bringing Sexy Back" by Justin Timberlake. Uh-huh. Uh, like it ever went anywhere in the first place? Uh, I like I like some "Stay Hip" with the kids. I don't know if you've heard of this, Aaron. Uh, you know, Billy Billy Eilish. Oh, yeah. She's like the uh, 16-year-old wunderkind yeah, she from England. Super morbid. Uh, no, I, I don't I don't actually care what they play. I do have... And we're not, we're not going to post these to the to the app Twitter or the app uh, Instagram account. But what? the last wedding I went to, my youngest kid stealth video, videotaped me yeah. dancing like late into the wedding. Oh, okay. It's, it's pretty... Is your tie on your head? It's about that time. And you're cooked. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it is that time. And it's... Uh, Dinner, did you eat dinner tonight? No! I ate it I yesterday. <laughs> I don't smoke. For the, I that's know, all I, I care about. For the I record. don't smoke either. It's just, it's just, it ties in so well 
to being a young man. It's Halloween. We haven't even mentioned that it's Halloween. And Aaron, I don't know if you know this about my friendship, but I text a lot. Yes. And so I was, I kept on, I am. This friendship is like an avalanche. Yeah. (laughs) And until you've had enough. And yeah. like you're not texting back, so like we got to swim with it. I right, right, right. love I love to draw pictures of Dinger. Yeah, I love to draw pictures of so museum timely, quality. I I might pass. I might post this to Twitter. Might post this to Instagram. But I've been obsessed this week with drawing pictures of Dinger Dog as classic Halloween monsters. Those were great. Yeah, yeah. The first one was uh, Dinger, Doctor Dinger. Or, yeah. or, or Dingula, Count Dingula. Look, it's in front of a castle in front of Clintonville. I want to suck oh. your bloody Mary. Right, so are nice. we really going to do the next section where Here's we talk about one. pictures you drew? Here's my favorite one. That's great radio. Uh, um, uh, Frank and Dinger, and it just says, <laughs> it's another voice from the other room going, it's alive, and it's very drunk. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, uh, Dr. Dinger and Mr. Dog. I think we did a whole sketch on Dr. Dinger and Mr. Dog. I, I think we were a long two, time two ago. Oh, this coin. is my favorite picture of all time. This is the mommy dog. And then <laughs> I sent this to Dinger. And then maybe two hours later, he goes, I just picked up that the mummy has a little dick. And I <laughs> yeah, was yeah. lying in bed. My wife was sleeping. All the lights are off. And I was laughing out loud to myself. Oh, the sexy uh, wear dinger. Oh yeah, that's I like it. Oh woo, What else do we got? The Bride of Frankendinger. Oh, I was I didn't. Did I see that one? Yeah, yeah she looked Mark heavy. Simpson a little bit. She's no. on top heavy. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, the Invisible Dog, and we've talked about this Ooh, one before. The Invisible Dog. Yeah, that's. And so, this all goes back to Porky's. Like it's it's like that movie <laughs> yeah. to me would be the Invisible Man meets Porky's, where he just gets to go and you know. Have Do some it. fun with some sorority girls bang, while they're in the bang. changing room. Yeah, uh, the dog from the Black Lagoon. I, are we really going to just continue to talk about pictures that you drew? The Dinger of the Opera is there. Uh, you got me on that one. And then Dinger came from Mars, or this fifty foot Earth. a fifty foot Dinger from <laughs> outer space. Yeah, there you go. Uh, are you guys dressing up at all for Halloween, Dinger Dog? What are your kids going for as Halloween? Uh, I or for think- trick or treat. I'm sorry. I think are they both um, grounded? We may we 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 always have like this is the time this is the week where we like plan like last minute plan some elaborate costume that we won't do. But my dinner dog dressed up as a woman in college, mm. hilarious. That, that, I did that I, sometimes. <laughs> yes, there wasn't even a Halloween party. Thank God, it was Halloween. <laughs> yeah. um, there's uh, there's a what what's the word Tom Hanks in the eighties? Wait, what? Where he dresses up like a woman, Tom Hanks in the eighties is a sitcom where he got to start, you guys. Oh uh, yeah, I uh yeah, the burbs. Yeah. I don't know. Go, go on with your story. No, I was gonna say there's a great photo that, that my wife found at one point of me and it wasn't it wasn't that party that he's talking about. For some other reason dressed as a woman. <laughs> Doing like with, Rudy Giuliani, Donald with, Trump. With, yeah, well no well no, like with my roommate, we both have full beards and like smoking cigarettes in college, and she's like, What? Who are you? You know, I'm saying? coming to romance you, baby. <laughs> right, That's right. what I am. Um, to answer the question, my wife always says, "I would have loved to have met like who you were in college." I was like, "No, ah, you not I sure you not really sure wanted you did. to." Thank not sure you. you did. I thought it was a lot more than I was. <laughs> um, uh, Stranger Things. Like I'm supposed to go as the sheriff. Oh, you'd look good as the. Old oh, that book. works. That and works. then my kid wants to be like. We're, we might do a whole family thing. We probably won't. I gave him my. Pull that I have a uh, a uh, 
uh, like a stadium quality Pikachu costume that I gave him like from like seven years ago. And it's, there's so many breathtaking photos of him and he just looks like he's stalking these children as he's taking them out to trick nice. or treat. Pikachu is scary. Cause yeah. it's like, all it is is a, a nice Pikachu head and essentially there's nice Pikachu feet and then a yellow like onesie, like uh, right. pajama thing. It's so good though. Maybe that's... Can I... Do you still have that? I do. Hey, let's take a quick break. Sweet. We'll be right back. Guys, I don't know about you, but I love my wife. (laughs) I love your wife, too. (laughs) She's great. A a big pet peeve of mine, if I could just put, like, into a top five. uh, she, She grew up with brothers. And her brothers always wanted to like, oh, give me a bite of your food. Give me a bite of your food. Give me a bite of your food. It became natural to her. It became like a normal thing. It drives me bonkers. Makes sense. There's one time where I made a sandwich and I purposely went and ate it into another room just because I was like, you know, I just (laughs) didn't want to share one bite with your wife. Or like if I get like a bowl of cereal as I'm going to bed, like I'll fill up the bowl of cereal real big. And it's really great too because she'll be like, wow, that's a really big bowl of cereal. Can I have a couple bites of that? I'm like, that's why it's a big bowl of cereal. The good people at Moral Pications have developed a product. It's called the No Share Spray. Now, what this does is it's kind of like that the, the Scarecrow and Batman. It's just a little spray you keep in your pocket. And when Pants you sit, sit down next to your wife, you just quickly spray them in the face. Just quickly spray them in the face. Yeah. Any you, you kind spray of her food, in the face with it. Spray her in the face. Spray her in quickly the face. Quickly spray her in the face. Anything, any type of food that they look at, it's immediately going to look not appetizing to them. It's going to be crawling with spiders. It's going to be crawling with snakes, creepy, ghouly things. And that way, I can sit on the couch and go, oh, honey, I really like Dancing with the Stars. I'm I'm happy that we're watching this on a Thursday when we could be doing anything else. And I'm eating my sandwich. I'm Mm, eating my sandwich. Delicious sandwich. I don't have to share it. I don't don't have have to just spray it in her face. Spray it in her face. Hey, guys, take it easy. Take it easy. It's called the No Share Spray. Two ninety nine a bottle. You can buy it from moralimplications.com. You well, can buy I've, it. You how can, long does this last after you spray it in your face? Uh, 45 minutes. Okay. Is there a longer version you can get because of Halloween candy and the Halloween season coming up? Yeah, what do you what do you do out your Halloween candy? And also, like what do you do you have to do you have to spray it in your face in public? <laughs> uh, see, Maybe sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to and you say, "Baby, I'm sorry." But I don't want to share. I don't want to share. Buy it right now. Moreapplications.com. $2.99. Do it in public. Hello and welcome back to the second segment of the Afternoon Yap. You folks want to get into some yap quickies? I do. Uh, Dinger Dog, I hear you watched a movie on the flight or some <laughs> shit. Uh, can we hear about it? Hey, I'm actually bringing something to this segment, which I'm pretty proud of. Um, and I want to, There's a little prerequisite, right? So I love Pokemon. It has to be something that's available to rent on DVD. Not DVD. <laughs> it's just got to be free like everything else. Yeah, yeah. And right. the movies on the plane are free. Yeah. And, the, and there's free beverages. Why not? So... Prerequisite, I love Pokemon. Um, Aaron, you were asking during our break there, um, it, why? Like, it, it, trying to figure out if, if our eight, my age matched up correctly. Was right. Like, it right. did. It did. And, and it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it's okay. hard for a boomer to understand. Very but, hard. I, but it's weird. Pokemons. Way, yeah. 
Uh, I, I started liking Pokemon in high school, and it was kind of ironically, but... It, the shit was funny, like like Pikachu going Pika Pika. I mean, it, and and Bulbasaur and, and, and Charizard. Side, that's great. They just said whatever they were. It'd be like you being going I'm dingy. So and I and I, and ever since then I've kind of like I, I love them. They have a yeah, special place great. in my heart. Right. So I'm, gonna, I'm on the flight when I went by De- Detective Pikachu, which I've wanted to watch but didn't want to fork over thirteen dollars to watch it. Who would? Yeah, uh, I was real excited and. You know, without getting like, I was great. I loved it. Uh, the the premise is pretty simple. There's a city called Rhyme City, where like Pokemon and people live together. There's no Pokemon masters. There's no Pokemon dueling. It's just Pokemon exist and people exist in the city. And you know, there's a bunch of cute things where Squirtle was a firefighter, and you know, blah blah blah. Like <laughs> Squirtle, so that, yeah, Squirtle. Squirtle, what Squirtle. the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. It's all Greek to you. Yeah. That's right. When I was a kid, B-52 bombers, we fought for you. Uh, um, yeah, so Ryan Reynolds is the star, or he's the voice of Pikachu. The kid from, not kid, the guy from Jurassic, the last Jurassic Park, Justin Smith, maybe? I don't know mm. his name. He was the main character. I actually thought the movie did a perfect job of like pandering to like the Pokemon crowd like like making enough squirtle jokes and things but it actually had some substance as a movie the plot goes that pikachu most of the, like like trunk said coming in like most of the P- pokemon just say their name and they don't understand they have no other vocabulary they just say their name okay but uh, they do it different inflections Pika, too. Pika, that's Pika, why it's Pika, so funny. Pikachu, that's how they talk. That's why it makes no sense that Pikachu actually like talks in sentences because he in the in the cartoon that I watched mm-hmm. it, Pika, if he was sad, or Pika, if he was happy, and that was the show, and you loved it. So what you learn in the movie is that Pokemon can understand you because they can under, they can feel your feelings, but through some mysterious accident, which is a plot I can't give away, um, Ryan Reynolds, like Pikachu, is able to talk. Uh huh. And then they have to figure out this mystery together. How was Ryan Reynolds? Because some of the times I like him, and some of the times I, I, I don't I, like I, him. I, I wish he was next to me right now. After okay. Watching that he movie. was that good. I mean, he was. Hey, he was good as Pikachu, and it was um, because him and Deadpool, like the the physical humor in that in those movies, make me laugh. But Jesus Christ, the one liners just make me cringe so bad. It's like thirteen year old comedy that I just it doesn't work for me. I, I think it was I mean I don't know if it was him or the script it was it was balanced it was it was like enough like cheesy jokes yeah uh, Pikachu's addicted to caffeine yeah he's like slamming coffees all the time that's Pretty you funny. yeah it's me <laughs> what, well what am I kind not of. addicted to uh, <laughs> yeah so all in all like the movie is it's got a pretty typical like arc but I would say. If you have yourself a free evening uh-huh. and a few beverages or maybe even something else. like a, And it's free and you're stuck on an airplane. And do I have to understand the other Peaky Pokachus <laughs> oh, stuff Aaron. before? <laughs> do I have to know how that goes with the Pokemon? No, you don't. But they like, yeah. but it, it does help if you understand. Because one of the my, yeah. my favorite Pokemon actually has a, 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 larger, a fairly large role in it. Psyduck. Do you remember Psyduck? Yeah. Do, Psyduck... It, and he doesn't really have a very good power. He's like a he's a misfit Pokemon, and his thing is like if he gets too stressed out, he explodes. That's just what happens. So that is and like he reanimates. 
No, he just to blows up. Again. Like, so that's my, that was always been my personal, like, your spirit animal. My spirit animal is a Psyduck. Okay. Uh, that's all. That's the end of the review. It's a, probably a crappy review, but if you have a moment, I say watch it. Cool. Uh, uh, so, Dinger Dog, I make fun of you on a pretty good basis about not bringing stuff that's up to date. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? To review. And I did it this week. Uh, but it, it kind of fits in with Halloween a little bit. Um, I want to talk about Friday the 13th, the game. This came out, boy, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And like a dinger dog would do, I played it this week because it just came free. It's seasonal. On Xbox Game Pass. It has been free before on uh, PlayStation, but I never turn on my PlayStation, so I didn't worry about it at that point. But I'm a big fan of the Friday the 13th World series. Problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of the Friday the 13th series, and I've been wanting to check this game out. This is a multiplayer-centric game, and the bones are of it are actually pretty good. I did not play uh, against anybody online. I only played against the bots, but uh, I had a pretty fun time. It stinks because the game came out. It's got good bones to it, but it, there is some performance issues, and it's... <laughs> What? I couldn't I couldn't let those two things huh? go. <laughs> go ahead. Bones sorry. Performance issues. <laughs> Good bones performance. The great issues. thing about it is it is a huge love letter to the Friday the 13th franchise. There are every single variation of Jason is in the game. Okay. So we're talking the the variation with Jason with a bag over his head. Sure. Uh, 7 where he starts to look like a zombie. Um I even believe Manhattan Jason. There's Manhattan Jason. All nice. of the Jasons are in there and they all have different strengths, weaknesses and I only got to play as Jason. I, I wanted to play. You oh, can, you cool. can, you can, you can, it's, it's Jason versus the camp counselors. Oh, that's awesome. There's all these different maps. All the maps take place in all the original, um, uh, areas from the movies. Um, Jason is obviously this like unstoppable killing machine, but you have to go against uh, up to seven counselors. I kept on trying to defeat seven counselors that were controlled by bots. What are you laughing about, Dan? Seven counselors no idea. Camp. <laughs> I've heard this movie before. Yeah, is it Sleepaway Camp 2? <laughs> anyway, Jason has all these awesome powers. He can... He can that basically make you feel like Jason. You can teleport. So you have all of these abilities that recharge. So once you use them, you got to wait like 30 seconds for it to come back. But you can you can sense where other players are if you uh, hit a button. And basically, you are trying to frighten the counselors. So if a, a counselor... <laughs> and to play and spin the bottle. If a counselor sees a dead body, he's going to mm-hmm. be more frightened. His like like fear level goes up. That way, when the fear level goes up... Jason can sense the counselors more. So if, if, if it's, oh, so I like, that's a good mechanic. Yeah. 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 That's pretty so cool. Jason can teleport just like he would in the movies. You know, you always wonder like when a counselor is running and Jason is kind of just walking uh, towards them, how he uh, catches up behind them. Uh, he can, he can basically teleport anywhere he wants to in the map. He can do this where he kind of, uh, it's almost like it drags across the ground, uh, where you teleport in front of a character and then you can sense where other characters are. Um, as if you're if you're the kids, you you basically have to either kill Jason. Uh-huh. Uh, you can fix a car and escape. You can call the police, and the police can come and fight Jason. Also, and you good escape options. with the police. Uh, and you can. There's all these weapons out there that either Jason can pick up or the kids can pick up to fight each other. Right. Like I said, it's a solid idea. It's just not executed great. The best thing about it is all of the nods to the movies. So mm-hmm. there's a virtual cabin in the game, which is basically you walk around in a first person mode and you can go interact with objects 
and there are objects from the movies. There are objects from the making of the game. The game is a Kickstarter, so there it is a little bit rough around the edges, but they talk about the actors uh, that, that took place in the Kickstarter. They talk about uh, the contributors that took place in the Kickstarter, and then they just give all this great... They show all the masks. Is Corey Feldman they, in it? Corey, I haven't seen Corey Feldman yet. I hope yet. he is. But that's the thing, like... So you get to pick your Jason whenever you uh, like load up a map, and I was like, "Of course, I'm going to go to Jason Seven. That was my favorite one." Jason I, in space? No, no, no. That's Jason X, which is Jason Ten. Jason okay. Seven is the one with uh, the girl that has the mind control powers. I don't know why I that one was that my one. favorite. It's in, just in the, in the she's in the, like the insane asylum. No, is no, that? no. Oh, okay. I, I, she hmm. she goes to the to Crystal Lake with her mom, and there is a uh, a therapist there. And she has like mind control, pro- uh, and that's how she ends what up about beating Bob Jason. It? I don't remember. That's just I always have a special place in my heart for that one because that's when Jason kind of basically turns into this zombie. Uh-huh. Like they break his mask off, and he looks like this horrible monster. The old iterations of the Jason are him with a bag on his head, and then he's kind of just like this. But eventually, he turns into like this unstoppable. All he cool. ever wanted was the camp counselors to pay attention to him, so he wouldn't have drowned in the first place. Yes, you know, he just wants some love. Yes. Uh I want to check it out with you guys, but I think it's it's too little too late at this point. Dinger, it's free. Like I think <laughs> it's it's got that magic free points. Like and yeah, all of our and we've got a couple other friends. It's a good price point that that also have this service. And I, I it's I had fun. Like I didn't get to play as the kids. I played a, a multiple matches as Jason. I thought it was mm. pretty cool. It is it is messed up though to be you are literally stalking teenagers and killing them in a video game like i one time i was a jason and i had hedge clippers and i just bashed them into a kid's skull another time i had a spear you throw them on the ground you bash the spear into them and i was like "Eh." i think bash is the word i would use for stabbing yeah stabbing poking slice stabbing stabbing it's cool it's it the the best thing that it does is it it's a love letter to the friday the 13th series and it's got all these nods to the games which is really really cool so if you're a big fan of the series it's gonna it's gonna offer a lot for you if you're not it's not all that great um but it is free cool aaron yes let's talk about el camino all right el camino first of all dinger you are not uh versed I have no idea what this is, In, uh, other than a car. Is breaking this the bad fourth story. season of uh, the Zombie Show? Because that's what Dinger's currently the doing. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. El Camino. Season four. Dead. Stop it! That hurts, man. Spoiler alert for anybody listening now. Wait, we're are, are, into... are we going to get into spoilers? Yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. into spoilers. All right, we okay, have to. Hold on, In all honesty, guys, this is going to sound stupid. Shut up, su- Dinger dog. Su- you don't super stupid, but I'm going to exit. No. Yeah, no, I haven't no. even seen the show yet. You're not exiting. You're a. You're never gonna watch no, Breaking Bad. We won't That's get that. not true. No, you're not. It's not gonna happen. You're not exiting. It's, no, you're not. Just sit there. Weren't you a film major? Just, you can kind of. You you can piece it together. The good guys win. Yeah, sure, buddy. Right. Yeah, okay. we're not. We won't talk about. We'll talk about all of it because we don't care. Yeah. But right, right. you're fine. Just sit there. Just sit there and listen. Don't say anything. So it's a Vince Gilligan project. So he was the guy. Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul are his babies. Yeah. El Camino is uh, the epilogue to the ending of Breaking Bad and stars Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman and how Jesse gets away from the Nazis at the end and makes a better life for himself somewhere. Alaska. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. It was great to see the familiar faces. You get to see Todd, Skinny Pete, Badger, Old Joe, 
Ed, the vacuum store owner, Mike, and Walter in flashbacks. There's no Saul. But I don't know if we needed this in the Breaking Bad canon and the Breaking Bad universe. I thought the way it ended originally was fine. And uh, Jesse was a pretty shitty person. Yeah, I don't, so I don't care for his redemption. Elaborate on that, because I watched the series. It's been five years since the show ended. Yes. And oh. I, what? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, the show came... This was, was in uh, conjunction with the 10th anniversary of the show beginning. Oh, yeah, okay. That's why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll they, catch you know. up on it sometime, fellas. Right. Best TV show of all time. No, that's not true. What is? MASH? Sopranos. Uh, MASH. All right. I like yeah, MASH. Dinger got it. Dinger got the joke. Yeah, I got the Dinger got the joke. Dinger got the dig. Jamie Farr. Yeah. So elaborate on why, because I always left the show thinking that I thought he was a pretty good guy. Jesse is easy to root for, man. He's cool and he's smart and he's a good criminal, but he's 40 years old. Did you realize that the actor that's playing him? Yeah. He looks pretty good for his age. Yeah. He looks yeah. really good. Cause in the, in the, in the show, it was basically like he, he was right out of high school because yeah, in his early to mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, he was just a bad dude. People forget about spoilers. Here we go. Jesse shot Gail in the face. Now, who's Gail? I don't remember. Gail was Walter's, was, was Jesse's replacement in the lab for a minute when Jesse had his meltdown. Okay. He was the nerdy scientist. Why did he shoot Gail in the face? Because Gus couldn't go along with his meth program without Walter. Yeah. So Jesse shot Gail to save oh. Walter. So he was just trying to save Walter, who we were all rooting for. <laughs> No, we were not. We're not all rooting for Walter, <laughs> and Jesse's also responsible for the death of not one but two of his girlfriends. Uh, no, the girl that drowned on her own puke—that was Walt's okay, fault. Fine, that's that Walter's was Walt's fault. fault. Okay, I'll give you that. But Andrea, Brock's mom—that's all Jesse. How's that all Jesse? He didn't because want that he got to happen. into the meth game in the first place, and there's a domino effect. And three years later, you're. I mean, captured I by neo-Nazis. So wait, is, I see what face. you're saying is there, but he didn't literally go up there and shoot sucks? that lady. Like, I mean, like, there's a lot of lines there, you know? No, there's a lot of steps, but Jesse was guilty all along. A bad dude. Walt was a bad dude, too. Yeah. I'm, it's just, I, it was good. Don't get me wrong. Everything Vince Gilligan has ever done has been great. Yeah. I, I could watch it. It was very well made. I'll watch it again, actually. I think it was great to see Mike. It's great to see all the old characters. But um, I don't. I don't root for Jesse. I didn't care for all the flashbacks. The movie okay, is a fair. lot of flashbacks. It is, and we saw a lot of flashbacks to Todd. And I already knew Todd was Todd, this such a monster yeah. from the original series. And I just and then there's the dead housekeeper in his apartment. Yeah, I just didn't. Need, I, there's a scene where he breaks Jesse out, yeah. and, and I didn't need to see that. Yeah. I already knew that that had happened. You right. see a lot of the psychological torture that Jesse went through that they kind of Which skimmed over. Which makes him a rootable character, but not a person with good values. Yes. Uh, I didn't need all that. There is a wonderful moment uh, between him and uh, Walter. Yeah, in the diner, in the flashback. And I, I was like, Jesse, why, why don't you go to college? Yeah. That was so, great. So I... I Walter's I didn't know why people. they were bringing Walter back, but there's because a, it's Walter, it's Brian yeah, Cranston. Because the you got to have him in the movie. Well, the fans want to see it, but yes. during the scene, I didn't really understand what it had to do with the movie. Yeah, it didn't contribute too much to anything, really. But, but you, just, it, there's you had a, to have. There's it. a fantastic line where Walter says to him, "He's like, you're just lucky that you got to do something fantastic while you were young." Right. And that's when it clicks that Walt's a shithead. That Walt's a shithead, yeah. and he basically thinks that whatever he's doing, right, is a good thing. Absolutely, I, I agree 100. percent um, so, go ahead. okay, 
let's walk this back. Sure. You don't like Jesse. I don't like Jesse. What movie would you have liked to see? What ending would you have liked to have seen? Let's, I let, think that's I, it for spoilers. We won't get into any more spoilers. I let, think the way it ended. Don't say how it ended. Don't say how it ended. I, the way it ended was, was fine with me. It was a happy ending. I don't even know it was happy. It's, it's just, that's a good the place. show or the movie? The movie. Okay. Oh, the, or we're talking about how the movie ended? Yeah, the movie. Oh, that was fine and redemptive, and yeah. uh, it's okay, but Jesse doesn't deserve redemption. Yeah. He deserves scorn. He's a murderer uh-huh. and a drug dealer and a shitty person. How about, how about the one action scene that takes place in, inside of like the car workshop? That was very, very That well was done. awesome. That was very, and that, very well there done. Was, there's, it's, it's almost like a buildup to that scene because the movie is sure. very slow. Yeah. There's not much action going on in the movie. There's there's a lot of tension. There is a lot of tension. And, and the scene that led up to that was my favorite scene where Jesse was in the uh, vacuum store repair shop with Ed, Robert Forster, who passed away the day before the movie was released. Uh-huh. He was in Jackie Brown. I love that dude. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. And they had 15, I don't know if it was 15, but... I bet it was 10 or 12 minutes in the vacuum repair store arguing about $1,800. Yeah, yeah. And that was so well done. Uh-huh. And that's why this is a great show to watch, and it's a great movie to watch, and it's it's a good ending if you need that, but I, I just didn't need any of that. Yeah, I I honestly, it's take it or leave it. Like, yeah. I, I had a good, I enjoyed the movie. I was right. happy that I watched it. I don't think I need to see it again. No, unless you're a super fanatic of the Vince Gilligan universe you don't need to watch and it I twice. am I am dying to watch the series again I've yeah. I've probably watched it twice but I want to watch it again for sure I'm saving it for a br- broken leg like I, I'll break my leg at some point there you go you can just breeze through it do some meth yeah oh, well, yeah. There, there was no salt that's what they give you when you break yeah. your leg right yeah. no yeah. salt that was kind of a bummer I would have <laughs> liked that <laughs> but overall yeah you can watch it if you want to if not you're not going to miss anything it gives redemption it's a very well done movie that gives redemption to a character that does need redemption and an ending that we already had. Yeah. So uh, I will transition into the gemstones from that. I do the transitions, but you go, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just joking. I am just joking. No, I he am doesn't just do joking. the transitions. No, what does he do here? <laughs> you know how, why I want to do that though. I don't know. Chunk, if you notice this, uh, Scott MacArthur played Neil Candy in El Camino, the welder. I, who, I, in the action sequence. Yeah. Who, the guy with the gun. Oh, okay. That is a guy named Scott MacArthur. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the villain that is in The Righteous Gemstone is also the, the villain. villain. Now, was, yes, was, that that actor, was that actor also in the original Breaking Bad? Because I don't remember him. I don't think so. I think they so added him So they just him added him in there yeah, for the yeah. story. Okay. And what a creep Scott MacArthur is. Let's let's take this back. Okay. Let's talk, talk about, about The Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. What's The Righteous Gemstones? What's the, what's the story and the plot? The Righteous Gemstones is about the gemstone family. Okay. A group, a family of televangelists who are kind of like prosperity pastors, mega church people. This is a Danny McBride show on yes. HBO. It's and his can, third Danny show. Danny McBride with Jody Hill. Okay. And those guys both together were, I just, sorry, I cut you off a little bit. They did. Sure, the fine. first one was Eastbound and Down, which was pretty good. Second one was Vice Principals, which was pretty great. Yeah. And then the Gemstones uh, is every bit as good as Vice Principals. I think that the Righteous Gemstones is the best that they've done. You think so? Yeah. Okay. In terms of story, in terms of the comedy, it just, it, it took a little while for it to get going for me. Yeah. But that cast. Oh, the cast is, is fantastic. Absolutely unbelievable. Every, everybody in the cast is mm-hmm. great. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's about prosperity gospel. It's about the hypocrisy of the evangelicals, which... Well, the evangelical leaders, yeah, which I really, really dug. They didn't get into the actual, uh, they didn't dog out the people who go to church yeah. too much, which 
which is fine. What's the point of that? They yeah, don't need exactly. To. It just it, that would kind of take away from cheap shot. Yeah, it would be a cheap shot, and it's kind of taken away from and the great stuff on screen. But uh, the usual characters are back. Um, Walter Goggins. Is it Walter or Walton? I've seen both. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I love Walton Goggins. Television royalty at this point. And that guy is so, his swagger. Yeah. It's just, he's so unbelievably charming that he usually steals whatever scene he is on. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. He plays John Goodman is, is Eli Gemstone, the leader of the Gemstone family. John Goodman was married and his wife passes away and his wife is kind of the, the, the force behind the whole church movement. Anyway, yeah. her brother is Walter Goggins, and they were childhood. Baby it's Walton Goggins. Baby is it Billy. Walton Goggins? Yeah, I thought, oh it, was my Wal- gosh, I thought been... it was Walton Goggins. I you said I've... Walton. You said Walter. I guess I I've been doing it, it Walton. wrong for years. Yeah. Walton. Okay. Well, his little uncle baby Billy is Walton's character, and he's his sister is John Goodman's wife who passes away, and that kind of gets the whole story rolling. And Walton and uh, Miss Gemstone are like a country music duo when they're little kids and they make it rich and famous and they turn that into an evangelical just juggernaut. Uh-huh. It, it is really, really good. Um, there's a good blackmail plot that gets the whole ball rolling because Danny McBride, who is the oldest son of John Goodman, is out doing a bunch of drugs and women and just being crazy with it. And, and he kicks his son out of the, of the party and his son just kind of wants revenge because he's hurt so bad. And it all spirals out of control from there. It's pretty gosh darn great. I think that my favorite thing about that show is the cast is so amazing. The cast is amazing. The, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, the production. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything about it Misbehaving, is... Misbehaving, the song. But I'm just saying, like, the, the cast is incredible, the production is incredible, and then the majority of the jokes are crass. Oh. And so you almost, it almost feels every once in a while like you're watching a different show because you're watching sure. this five-star television show with these high production values and then yeah. the jokes are so dirty for me my favorite character I, I think I know you're going to go, go in ahead. the whole show was this was the sister absolutely and i her she told the dirtiest her, jokes her rape monologue and the next to last episode or the last episode about the college professor oh, right it's unbelievable she, she tells on the for five minutes. dirtiest grossest oh, jokes that would fall flat with any other actress. So, but she delivers it she, so well and so seriously like she's actually saying this like this. Yeah. Sh- and, and she's I the crazy can't. romantic lead too in Vice Prince. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she's great. Well, I think, Professionally, I should have my, my notes, but I don't. But go ahead. And, and I think Walton Goggins was just as charming, but not yeah. as great as she was. She There's, steals every One scene. of my favorite jokes in the, Judy in the whole series was when uh, Baby Billy is sitting and he's drinking with uh, the one of the kids. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what does he say? It, he's, he's drinking with Danny McBride when Danny McBride is a child. Yes. It's like, this Coors Light came all the way from Denver, Colorado. Uh, all the way from Colorado. Oh, his I delivery love, is I love fantastic. his delivery. It's so fantastic. But I honestly thought that the daughter, oh, every in scene. every scene that she was in, stole yeah. it. And it's Without because, a doubt. And, and all of the writing, you can tell, is Danny McBride. Without a doubt. It, you, it's his sense of humor. I mean, we've, we've already watched all of Eastbound and Down. We've sure. already watched... Vice principals, we know how his jokes go. Absolutely. And so for her to be delivering these jokes that are so dirty, and I just, like I said, she stole the scene every single time she was on. Absolutely. I I agree with all that. It was nice also to see Jody Hill on screen. I I had to do a little internet research for this today. Um, Jody Hill was the the lead musician 
His name was um, Levi. He was the lead musician uh-huh. in, in the church band. He's yeah. the guy who, uh, when they all got busted, he's like, oh, I'm never going to be able to adopt now. Yeah. So that was a really funny line. I think he had the funniest line maybe of the series when they all got super busted, when the jig was up and they're showing the video to the family. That was my favorite scene. Oh, so good. That was another good 10-minute scene. Basically, he's the musician. The jig is up. They all did a bunch of drugs. Had some prostitutes around. Everybody's left. And and, uh, his character says, I wish I had someone to be disappointed in me when I sin. Mm -hmm. And then Danny McBride says, you do. Jesus Christ. Now get the fuck out. (laughs) I mean, how good, how, I was watching a YouTube wow. video of Misbehaving. Oh, so good. And that good. song was stuck in my head for weeks, and the right. top comment said, there's no reason for this song to clap as hard as it does. <laughs> because it, you just said it's a guy that's just his music guy right, right. that wrote the song in like six hours or something, yeah, and yeah. it's so catchy. Right, Like, right. I I have two dogs, and I, I kept on singing to my wife when I'd let them outside. I, I Just two little puppy dogs outside Misbehaving. <laughs> Running around with a pickle in my mouth misbehaving it's great so catchy it's not on itunes yet it's only on uh, spotify okay but i have had that song stuck in my head for two months or since it came out do you think that song will be eligible for awards at award season or does that have to be released on the radio to be eligible do you know how that works i have no idea Uh, but because it should clear walton goggins walton goggins singing that song as a young man and then as a, again as an old man like and he's doing his own dance moves yeah. and he's like clog hopping or whatever <laughs> it's all incredible yeah i honestly like for me i thought that eastbound and down was okay like yeah. I, I struggled to watch all three seasons of sure. it i really loved vice principles vice but principles for me this like these episodes are like 48 minutes long and yeah, a little long. bit there's They're a little bit a little of meat bit to longer. Them. there's a lot more like development a lot more story yeah. to it but it's still 100% Absolutely. Danny McBride. Yeah. Danny McBride knocks out the ballpark. And I think he and Jody Hill can do whatever they want with HBO at this point. I'm sure there's going to say, well, I know the season two has been announced, but no. Where do you go? Where do you go for the second season? That was such a good arc. I don't know where they could possibly go. I don't know where they can go, but I bet when those two guys want a production deal for their next series. Oh, yeah. HBO Well, HBO is going to line up. Netflix, Amazon. This is going to be a windfall. So to... If I'm understanding this, yes. high production value, corny, dirty jokes, crass, dirty, corny yeah. jokes. Yeah. yeah. It's just, wonderful. It's just wonderful like marriage. the yap. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're Run much the better and smarter. With a pickle in my mouth. Misbehaving. So yeah. good. And I got caught shaving. Yeah. How we do <laughs> that little key change right here. Right outside misbehaving. It's great. Yeah. My favorite episode, I think, was the the flashback to when they were oh, kids. That was really and in heartfelt. the 80s. And just. And what's that was name? a whole different what, gear than the rest of the What's the dad's name? Uh, Eli. But no, but what's John Goodman? John Goodman. Yeah. He was fantastic, too. Very, just, very good. That cast he's kind of so had a career resurgence the last 10 years or so, and it's great because he's a really underrated performer. Uh-huh. Really great actor. I like him. Uh, so what would you rate this? This is a binge, right? This is a binge. It's somewhere between a medium binge and a hard binge, just depending <laughs> on uh, That's what how much you Dinger like Dinger does that on Saturdays. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. That's a, that is a Saturday morning Bloody Mary, or is it, my, is it Saturday morning I, I'm still on Friday? A little bit of both. My, my wife, Marcy Darcy, she uh, doesn't usually like crude humor like this, and she even loved the whole 
She loved it all. Like I said, it is crude humor delivered in this package that it's very smart it's, crude humor. You're almost astonished, especially yeah. especially the 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 sister lead, whatever. Oh, Judy Lee. Judy Lee. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to take a quick break? Sure. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Guys, I don't know about you, but I really loved my grandmas. They were just great ladies. One of the best things that I remember about my grandmas wasn't the love that they gave, wasn't the knowledge that they mm. bestowed upon me, but it was that birthday card. And oh, you'd yeah. open it up and it was right. $5 cash. It wasn't a check. It was $5 wow. cash. Your grandma gave you $5 cash? What'd you, you get? Well, I got I got the handwritten check, brother. You had to like do work to get your money. Wow. You could go out and buy Ninja Turtle. If you were a dinger dog, you could go buy She-Ra. You could <laughs> buy any kind of toy that you wanted to. And it was the best thing in the world. And then what happened? 20 years later, they're gone. Oh, and everybody's sad, man. so sad. And yeah. everybody nobody's paying attention to the fact that you're not getting those birthday cards anymore. It's ridiculous. The good oh. people at more applications have had it. They've yes. come up with a solution. It's called Grandma's Gone. It comes in a Grandma's little... Gone Wild? No, not Grandma's Gone Wild. The product is called Grandma's Gone, and it's actually a little uh, powder that you sprinkle on your grandmother's grave. Boom. Next thing you know, she's back from the grave. Why would you call it she's... Grandma's Back then? Did I call it Grandma's Gone? <laughs> Grandma's Back, baby. Oh, it's called Grandma's Back. Yeah. Okay, that makes more well, sense. Our old product was Grandma's Gone, and that's when she's not sending you $5 checks in the mail. Right. Oh, right. yeah, that, that one didn't that you one didn't make it out of beta on, testing. You just sprinkle that on grandma, yeah. and then grandma's gone. But grandma's back, and she's back from the dead, baby. So wait. Sweet. Wait. So, so wait, what? And you're getting $5 checks. You're getting phone calls. You're Are getting, you getting guilt trips? Wait, hold, hold on. Because, you, because you're too fat? You, 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 what what are the implications of bringing back the dead? I don't know uh, what implications could there possibly be. I mean, I'm it, getting five dollars in the mail back, on my Is birthday. she back in her like wellest form? No, or? no, no. Good God, no! How could that work? This isn't magic. Like she just oh. comes out of the ground. Doesn't I, I mean like bones and bones, sinew, muscle? Sinew. It's horrific. Nice. But. That poor old lady can, she can write five dollar checks. Pain? She can send. Yeah, of course. Haven't you seen the movies? It hurts to be dead. Okay, but that's why they like, eat the brains. But, but it seems like a lot of downside for a small upside. I mean, like getting a five dollar check. Well, it's five dollars and remembering your grandma's love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't get birthday cards now. I get them because grandma's sending them because grandma's back. But yes, I mean, back. Dog, but if everybody has again. this product. It only works on grandmas, but and it only works on grandmas that you've lost. Wait, but that's all grandmas. I mean, I mean, essentially every grandma ever in history. Like, how far back can a grandma Ooh. that's brought back from grandma's back use grandma's back? Dinger dog. I think that's you're looking. Meta stuff. I think you're looking too far into this. Let the suits in Washington figure that stuff out. <laughs> the, for the meantime, nine ninety nine. You get your grandma back. You're gonna pay, so you're gonna wait two years to recoup your investment and bring the dead. Yeah, and and you're getting birthday cards again, handwritten right, birthday cards. You're gonna get five dollars. It's gonna cost tax. you ten dollars. Dinner dog, talk about having your birthday back and your grandma. That's back. a great product. I don't know why I'm. It's I awesome. It. It's right in time for Halloween. Yeah. Right in time for Halloween. Buy one right now. Moralplications.com. Grandma's back, and also on the shelf. Grandma's gone. Buy it right now. <laughs> 
Hello and welcome back to the last segment of the Afternoon Yap. I want to review the newest mini console that just came out uh, about a month ago. It's the Sega Genesis Mini. Can I mean, Sweet. I, we have to figure out how to monetize this. Sorry, jumping in and derailing. I think all of the best show happens in, in our breaks. Yeah. Like, you guys missed all of that. Uh, Aaron, unlike Star Wars. Right. Well, I've never seen it, to be honest. Well, so he doesn't like it. So he doesn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Justin is is a chunk and and he has has thoughts of watching the Lord of the Rings movies if he can get around to it. Well, Peter Jackson seems like a pretty good director, so. Right, right. Gandalf is a thing. There were were great callbacks to the 90s. It was all good. Anyway, the Sega Genesis Mini. Uh, so there's nice i don't know if you guys have seen it but there's been lots of iterations of these little sega consoles that have come out in the last like 10 years at least um none of them have been any good this one is designed by uh the company m2 m2 does lots of um they've done lots of different emulation for sega games over the last i don't know five to ten years or so uh this this project was originally being worked on by at games at games are the people that are responsible for some of these other mini consoles that have come out luckily they got fired because uh, luckily at games got fired luckily at games got fired by sega because they were just gonna come out with another you know quick cash yeah cow product holidays around the corner yep and that's not what people want. Uh, last year, the uh, the Sony PlayStation Mini came out, mm-hmm. and it did not do well because... I didn't know that was even a thing. I never heard of one It was $100. It. The, the games weren't right. The emulation wasn't right. Did Every, it have Tony Hawk on it? Did not have Tony Hawk oh, on it. it. Just there was no love put into it. You guys have played the, the NES Mini and the Super NES Mini, haven't you? Sure. They are professionals. Yeah. They're great ways to go back and play those games. The, yeah, are the, they? The, the, the games look crisp. The, the controller feels right. The console looks great. In, I wish in the cords were a little longer center. sometimes. Yeah, but that, that's, that's an issue. That's a whole other thing. But th- that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that's my whole thing where are they great ways to go back and play these games? Because there's other ways to go back and play them where you're not chained to your TV. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's we can talk about that in another podcast. But there's cord lengtheners, and and we've we don't have that problem. So you know that we don't have that problem. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, I don't need a cord lengthener. The Sega Genesis Mini, it is seventy nine ninety nine, and I have fought. So they announced it maybe I don't know six or eight months ago, and I kept on saying to myself, I'm going to get this. I'm totally going to get this. A couple of months would go by, and then I would think to myself, I have so many other avenues to play Sega Genesis games. I have my Raspberry Pi. I have um, a bunch of um, uh, Sega Genesis classic collections on PS2. I also have it on... Uh, you can play Sega Genesis games on your Fire Stick if you want to. I Do you also have a Sega have Genesis? No, I don't have my okay. old Sega Genesis. I grew up with a Sega <laughs> Genesis. I grew up with two Sega Genesis, if I'm being Whoa. honest with you. My brother got one as soon as it came out in 1989, and then he eventually would sell it, and he wouldn't play video games after that. The Genesis then, came out in 89? It came out in 89. It came out two years before the Super Nintendo Same came year as out. Barry Sanders. It came out two oh, years before go. the Super Nintendo came out, and then I ended up getting a Sega Genesis in 1992, when Sonic about 2 right. came out, and that was a Christmas present for me. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but love for the original Sega Genesis. Oh, Dinger to that, brother. Dinger dog, I, you, have, you had a Sega Genesis, correct? Yeah, but I didn't get my Nintendo NES till 93 or something, so I'm just a little bitter right here. I'm, I'm, 
You had, I don't want to hear this like, oh, woe was me. You had an N64 but I, before I had an N64. My little brother had an N64 yeah, before I had an right. N64. Because he was the good son. That's yeah, right. that's probably true. I never had, uh, none of my friends made the jump to the Super so Nintendo. So are you in line for the um, Atari Mini? <laughs> The Coleco vision. Coleco. Oh, you stole it from me. Oh, is that, I, I is that the thing that projects it onto the sky? The, I did have a Nickelodeon. Sega Genesis, though, and I thought it was great. The best sport games of all time. Yes. Sega Genesis. That, and that's a thing. That's that's something I want to get into when we start talking about the games. Mm-hmm. The Sega Genesis made a sports lover out of me who didn't Whoa. Care, who didn't care about sports. sports when, I th- guy. when I think about Sega Genesis, I had Tommy Lasorda baseball. I had a, I had a Vandy a Vander Holyfield boxing. I had Ooh, didn't have that one either. I had NHL ninety four. There you go. I had PG, disco. I had PGA Tour two. I had hell yes. That was I a had great a, game. Sawgrass. I had a At Sawgrass. bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I had a bunch of sports games for whatever reason, and I'm not a sports. What about fan. like NFL ninety four was a good game? Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were those was that on Sega Genesis? Games were good. Yeah. yeah. There are NBA no Jam for crying out loud. NBA Jam, but I mean that's a port of an arcade game. But absolutely right, yes. NBA Jam was an incredible game. Okay, shut up, Aaron. The console, (laughs) it comes with the mini console, which you guys can see. It looks great. Looks exactly like the mini console. Who are we talking to? The the viewers, the listeners can't see. It comes with two wired three button controllers. Mm -hmm. Now, if you buy the Japanese version, it actually comes with the six button controller. However. I don't There's, think I had the six-button controller. I did, but that's because I got it for Christmas one year when I asked for Street Fighter II Championship Edition. Uh, However... too many buttons. How do you, you find the little man it. in you the canoe? The, the 40 games that are on this console only require the three buttons. You don't. It would be overkill for the six-button controller, but it's, it's, it's neat that that option's out there. It also comes with an HDMI cable and the power cables. So you can see it all in HD. It looks beautiful. Like they so that's the problem. Like with the PlayStation Mini that came out a year ago, those games do not look good on modern televisions. And I don't know if that's because we're talking about polygon graphics as opposed to the, what do you, what do you call it? Sprite graphics. But like these games look absolutely gorgeous on my projector. Very the, nice. The console and the controller are nearly identical to the original. And just a little bit smaller in size. Uh, the buttons on the front of the These console. controllers are smaller? No, no. The, the, the oh. controller's the exact same size. The okay. console's a little bit smaller. The buttons on the front of the console, they work. The uh, the power on and off switch works. The reset button works. The only button that doesn't work is on the volume? It is the volume switch. Just, but you can actually put your finger, dinger dog, I'm sorry, sound hey dirty. Now. Hey, now. You can put it into the cartridge slot and the the, the little window opens. The, the, it works. When you put your finger... I'm, I mean, I'm I told miles you, like away said, from yeah. that. Yeah. The box is appealing. And it's I'm made looking it, at it very nice. And it's made... Right it, now, it's I mean, nice. it totally evokes the original box. And I... I, 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 I like these mini consoles. Okay. <laughs> I got that joke. I like these consoles because it's it's a win-win. I get to put the box out on display, and I also get to put the console out on display. Hey, Ken, I talked to you about the games on the back of the box. We're not allowed to do that, that. Aaron. Uh, here's some of the features of the console. Yes. Uh, each game comes with a save state. I believe it's three save states. So at any point, all you got to do is hold down pause, nice. and you can save the game. A great thing about this, unlike the NES and the Super NES and the PlayStation, is if you hold down start, not only can you save the game, but you can actually restart the console. That was a huge pain in the ass with the NES Mini and the SNES Mini is always having to get up to restart the console. With this, just hold America's down the start the button worst. and it restarts it. 
You can present the game in it. four by three, which is the original format, or sixteen by nine, which presents a stretched image. But I'll be honest with you, I hate four by three. I cannot stand yeah. the black bars on the side. I only want sixteen by nine. I want it. I don't care. Like I don't care if it's not pure. I don't care if that's not how you're supposed to play the game. I don't care if this image is stretched. I want sixteen by nine. There's a few wallpapers that uh, you can use if you are playing in 4x3. They're not great, but there's a few of them. A big deal with this is you can actually change the languages. And if you change it to Japanese, it'll actually really show you so. the different box art from the Japanese games while mm. you're on the menu screen. And the games are actually the Japanese versions. That's Nerds huge. rejoice. That is huge. No, so if awesome. you are... You know, if you want to see the differences in between the American release, the Japanese release, you can do that on the fly. The one problem I have with that is once you switch it to Japanese, you better remember how you switched it to Japanese because <laughs> it can be a problem For to sure. get back to switch it to English. Um, uh, one of the problems that I, I'm missing, one of the things that I'm missing from this is on the NES and the, and the Super NES Mini, you can rewind. You can okay. you can rewind the game. You can't do that at all. No kidding. This. You can rewind a game. Yeah, you can. That's pretty cool. But you can't do that in this. You can only save it. Mm. Um, here are the games. Yes. Yes. We'll talk about uh, just, so- just Sonic the Hedgehog. No, I mean, classic. Classic. One. Yeah. First one. Sonic hey, the Hedgehog one. I work no in tales. schools. I work in elementary schools. Sonic's back. Everybody likes the Sonic. He's hip and cool now. He's not like the Pikachu. What about the lady Sonic? I don't remember. Echo the Dolphin. Did you guys ever? I couldn't figure that game out. I was just confused as that, all that was just, Yeah, that was it. one of those games where like it was like skate or die. Castlevania Bloodlines is on there, and it's a Ooh, hidden gem. I've been playing through that. I've. I mean, I bought this. I don't know. I don't know a, a week ago, and I've put hours into it. Where, where did you get it? Like, uh, oh, I just bought it at Walmart. I just bought it at Walmart. $79.99. Walmart. Castlevania Bloodlines. It is a great uh, entry in the Castlevania series. Ooh, Space Harrier. Space Harrier Two is on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic arcade game. Uh, Shining Force. Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. That's kind of like a like a Tetris puzzler. Okay. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Did you guys ever play Toe Jam and Earl? No. It is super confusing. That is a classic game that people love, and I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comic Zone. Everybody loves Comic Zone. The, sure. The, Everybody loves Are you kidding me? You never play Comic Zone? I've never nope. heard those words. It's put got together. a great art style to it. It's like you're actually playing a comic and you're you gonna, can skip from window to window and fight monsters. It's it's a little bit like, like a beat em up game. Take on me video. Altered Beast. <laughs> Altered Beast is a game that I immediately associate with the Sega Genesis. It was a packing game when my brother got it. I played the shit out of it when I was right, seven right. years old. I love Altered Beast. Okay. Uh, Gunstar Heroes. That is a Oosh. that is like a contra uh, uh, run and gun shooting game. Nice. Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. I had this game. It is a dark Mickey game. It is a great platformer. Looks great. It sounds great. It's another great addition. There's the second uh, game, uh, uh, Mickey game on here, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Uh, Where are these games? What are you talking about? Never mind. Go ahead. I just Thunder Force 3, uh, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3. Oh, Shinobi 3. This isn't Shinobi Revenge, which is my favorite Shinobi game, but Shinobi 3, I'll take it. It's not as good as Shinobi Revenge. Shinobi Revenge, I also... It's Latoya. Shinobi 3 sounds like the best sushi bar in Bexley. Oh, I want to go there. Yeah. Doesn't like Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Streets Rage 2. 
All right. Probably the best okay. Streets of Rage game. Okay. So, now, 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 Dinger, now we're cooking now with gasoline we have, I, when like, it comes to Dinger. I was on my, I had, I had a list of five games that I, if they weren't said, I was going to be upset. Classic beat em up, and it screams Sega Genesis. Yeah, Go ahead, Dinger Dog. No, that's it. That, that was on my list of five, and I'm going to name the other four if you don't name them. Earthworm Jim. I've heard of that game. I, I mean, I've said this on podcasts before, but I just have a very wonderful memory of the same year that I got Earthworm Jim for Christmas. I also got Nirvana Nevermind, and just listening to Nirvana Nevermind afternoon over and over and over while playing uh, Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim was also on Super Nintendo, but for some reason, it, it really feels like a Sega Genesis game. It really feels like that's that's I, where I, I even get what you're saying there for yeah. sure. That seems like a Sega game. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two, another Ooh, pack. They made game. another one. Yeah, introducing they play, they tales. Sonic games. games. Uh, go ahead. Dinger that's where tales came in, and you had the the tube. Right? Oh yeah, the and you had levels. the split screen play. Yep. I mean, total Sega Genesis Contra Hardcore. Uh, just a great different Contra game. Uh, and I've actually played a bunch of it this week, and I, I've, I've, it's been a long time since I played Contra Hardcore, but it's a great game. Landstalker, which I believe is another RPG. Mega Man: The Wily Wars. I had. Oh, I'm glad you brought up Mega Man. I used to play that on the old Nintendo, and I liked that game a lot. I just never bought it. Mega Man: The Wily Wars is actually a updated 16-bit version of the first three Mega Mans. Oh, so like sweet. Mega Sign Man me up, 2 man. is on there, which is one of my favorite NES games. So it's funny to have this like new coat of paint on those three. Plays great, looks great. It's a good uh, way to put it's, it's coat a, of paint. Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition is on this. And I I I played I all I had to do I have I haven't played this game in I don't know 20 years or so, 25 years. And I fired it up and I played through on normal and beat uh m bison and like i was just like this is amazing that i can hop back into this game it's such a faithful recreation recreation of the arcade version uh-huh. that i'm it's astonishing that it was actually on the sega genesis and on the super nintendo it's fast it, it plays well it plays just like the arcade and i think what i'm getting through i mean we're not through all the games but I was worried that this game wasn't going to give me this nice nostalgia factor mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's doing it in spades. Like it's, it's just, it brings me back to playing a sure. Sega Genesis ghouls and ghosts. Love this mm. game. Had this game way too damn hard. Capcom platformer. It's, Capcom it's, 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 it's almost impossible platformer. to get past the first level, but it is definitely a Sega Genesis game. Right. Alex and Alex kid in the enchanted castle beyond Oasis. Golden Axe, Fantasy Star 4, Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. I had this game. It's a pinball game. It's a great game. Did you have it, Dinger Dog? I could never get very far in it. I played tons of it when I was a kid. I I could never get far in it. I, I mean, maybe that's a rental. What's is that? No, that no. I did not have this. I was thinking Knuckles, Sonic Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Vector Man, which was late into the Sega Genesis. Uh, this is like 95, 95 or something like that. Uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. Tetris, which is I know that actually one. an unreleased Aaron, did you get Sega married Genesis in 95? Uh, my first son was born. In <laughs> yeah. Tetris, which is an unreleased, it was never released on the Sega Genesis. Um, and I believe Darius is the same too. Road Rash 2. It's the only oh, motorcycles. It's I know the that only pseudo sports game on the console. And I fired it up and I was like, man, what do people like about this? That was in the first three minutes. And then I was like, oh man. And then I got first in the first couple of matches. And it's so fun. What did you, you per- I it, preferred it, the chain. 
That was the way. To I did, I never got to the chain. I only got to the fists. But it plays good. It looks good. Striders on. That was here. another one. By the way, that's another one on my list. We're down really? to three. Yeah, because that was a f- wonderful game. Discount Drug Mart. Rent that for a dollar every nice. weekend. Uh, Strider is on here. Virtual Fighter Two. Alicia Dragoon, which I've never played that game before, and I didn't really like it. Uh, Monster World Four. Eternal Champions, which was like the the Sega Genesis. Uh, answer to Mortal Kombat. There's fatalities in this game. I had Mortal this Kombat game. was I on really Sega. Yeah, but it's too expensive of a property for that. I don't. We're get. We're gonna get to that. All right. Columns is on here, which is a game that I played the ton, a ton. That's of. like Tetris too. Correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Great soundtrack to it. How uh, young and hip am I, guys? Yeah, uh, I'm Light, Light Crusader, which I think is an RPG game, and then Dynamite Heady, which I gotta show to Dinger Dog because it is one of the trippiest. Sega Genesis games, I think, that I've ever played. It's it's super interesting. Out of all of these games that I'm telling you to try out, Dynamite Heady, try that first because it is really this weird hidden gem. It's it's a platformer game with this these really bizarre backgrounds, this really bizarre story. It's really, really cool. Um, here's my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. This is an impressive library that conveys what the Sega Genesis had to offer. Uh, where are the sports games? Exactly. That, that was my that was my first. I where when I think of the and Sega the Mortal Gen- Kombat. When I think of the Sega Genesis, I do think a lot about sports games. I don't know NBA uh, Jam, uh, TPR. Uh, without any chill, without any chill, was the w- one. The best hockey games were on that system, without a doubt. Um, where Splatterhouse? Uh, Splat. I don't. I know that I'm just grasping at straws, but mm-hmm. I had Splatterhouse too, and I loved that game. Uh, where's Aladdin? Aladdin was one of like one of the best-selling games on that console. Hey, well, see, it's funny. You're. I, I'm glad you said that because that gives me a way to get in here. Because with my three, well, and you know one of them, you always make fun of. Toy Story Three was a wonderful platformer on that. It was so good. That game was so good. Uh, Toy Story Three was on the original Sega. Yeah, the game. It was so good. Uh, a fighting game, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fighting game, was was an really a tight like stand-up fighter uh and the the remake of rampage was just my favorite i yeah. just love that rampage is great where the hell's jurassic park like oh man I jurassic keep park on sega genesis and it was a fight between the mm-hmm. the, the sega genesis version and the snes version because they were two wildly different games which one could you be a raptor in jurassic uh, uh sega genesis yes 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 that's yes. why it was so yes. good and you my could number one my number one omission is they really really should have found a way to put it on is mortal kombat one Amen Mortal Kombat 1 had the blood code. It, the, the Abacab. Yeah, A-B-A-C-C-A-B, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. That was a huge deal. I remember, I remember running that game. I remember watching uh, Heart Shaped Box on a taped video because I went and visited my grandma and I taped MTV at her house. Hell yeah, man. I I'm can, down with that. I, that reminds me of 1993. That game came out. It was 120 so, minutes. It was so big when it came out because of the blood. Nintendo couldn't do that. It wasn't mm-hmm. out. And it was the game looks and runs like shit, but there was blood. And I really feel like that was it's a weird omission to not have. It, it had uh, Super, or Street Fighter Championship Edition. And I mean, I, one Christmas I got Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter Championship Edition. It's it's hard for me not to put Your those Your parents didn't together. get you a gun that same Christmas. They didn't get me a gun right. that same Christmas. Right. The games look fantastic. Like, 
this is the way you want to play these games. It evokes the nostalgia that you want to see in the, the long in the, in the longer screen format that you like. Yes, and, nice. and that as well. And you can play it four uh, four three as well. The, cons- the console and the controller are appealing. Uh, if you're a Sega fan, this is a welcome addition to your console library. I give it a nine. I I'm happy I bought it. Seventy nine ninety nine. I really like it. I've been playing a lot of it. It looks good, and uh, buy that bad boy. Yeah, Beautiful. and figure out how to get Toy Story three on it. Yeah, that's a movie. So, fellas, or no, Toy Story three. I'm sorry, I keep saying Toy Story three. It's yeah. just Toy Story one. Thank you. You're blowing my. I'm like, yeah, what? no, no. Toy Story one. The game was okay. just Toy Story. Sorry. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you like our show. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram. We'll be more professional. We're there. Afternoon Yap. Yep. Check us out on Twitter. We're at Afternoon underscore Yap. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks to review the new Modern Warfare game. Oh, that's coming uh, I heard, yeah. <laughs> I saw that on the internet today. <laughs> You're lying. It's so good. Uh, the memes. <laughs> Happy Halloween, fellas. Yeah, yeah what do you... What is... Let's close with what is your favorite candy? My in, favorite candy? In a Halloween bag. If oh, you, shoot. Uh, uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. N- no question. I think Peanut Butter Cups is the king. It's hard to deny that. Uh, I'm just going to jump around a little bit. Favorite Halloween movie or scary movie, zombie movie, whatever I like Evil to watch. Dead 2. Well, all hail the king for sure. Outside of Evil Dead 2. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, uh, see, we're, it sucks because we're two. We're we're all we're pretty generic here. Shaun of the Dead's one of my favorites. Yeah. You uh, know what? You know what movie I can't go through Halloween without watching? It's Halloween. my favorite comedy of all time, Young Frankenstein. The most, <laughs> and, and you the know hay? it because you were 25 when it came out. <laughs> I I watched Tremors last night. Ooh, it's fantastic. Does it hold With up? Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah! It holds, it holds up. up. It's a great it's, movie. Keaton's it's, dad it's from actually, Family Ties. Like, it's actually really strangely like a. Like I think that was a really thoughtful movie. It, it says a lot what? about America. It, what, oh, really? There's, there's layers running around. There's there are layers there. If dude, you're, why don't you do that for the next? Yeah, I will do it. We will unpack Tremors that in the next one. Awesome. Or I won't. One uh, or the other. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to take this party outside? Happy yep. Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. We will see you guys in two weeks for Modern Warfare. See ya, Danger Dog. You want to? Uh, you want to let us go? Love you. Love you too. See no. ya. Oh, happy Halloween.